Well, that was fun. Whoa. Just clipped out there. Was. I found it. You found it? Yeah, I found it. Uh, who's number three? Giannis. Who's number two? AD. Who's number one? LeBron. Okay. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Who's number seven? Uh, Dame. Dame seven? Yeah. Who's eight? Steph Curry. Oh, I bet you Dame said the text to Steph. <laughs> Maybe. Be like, hey, did you, have you eaten today? <laughs> I just ate some breakfast. <laughs> who's, who's number ten? Uh, a Jokic. Really? Yeah. Nine. Harden. So Dame's better than Harden, and so is Steph. Steph, Steph, who hasn't played a game in uh, at least a year, right? Yeah, he's better than he's the eighth best player. In the league, which he's, he's better than a lot of other people. He's, so he's specifically better than Jimbo Harden. I mean, right? specifically, I guess. Oh, you know how we're starting this <laughs> off today. I can't wait. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Yeah, let's just like, uh, I don't know. Do you want to ease into this? Or do you want to just like Doesn't matter. jam your face into it first off I guess. okay fine i'll start i mean i'll do it the imagery <laughs> well okay yeah. uh well let's just get all this shit out of the way follow us on twitter follow us on instagram ask that your take blah, blah 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 you guys know that shit let's talk about the knicks of the south i couldn't wait to get this it's so funny i couldn't wait to get this it was a funny clip when i read it i was like wow first of all Everything surrounding this whole James Harden versus the Houston Rockets thing is funny to me. <laughs> it's all jokes. The fact that we got a quote, not a quote, but an insider source close to the thinking of James Harden. That I don't was, even know what the fuck that means. I don't know what that means either. It's like That's the guy, wildest thing. It's like he, he, he also grew a beard. <laughs> <laughs> he also frequents the strip clubs. Like it's just a guy who has a beard and frequents strip clubs. It's like you think you you have you have like, you have something coming with James Harden. Mm-hmm. What do you think he thinks? <laughs> I, I think he thinks that this is the, the Houston Rockets are the Knicks of the South. Right. It could have been that guy. Listen, I don't know about you personally. I haven't asked you this, mm. but there have been a, quite a few Rockets fans that I've gotten in touch with this week <laughs> who have taken that very very seriously that is a very strong indictment on this organization i mean it's slanderous i don't know like uh, uh, to me it, uh, it, 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 are it, you it, proud it, to be known as the knicks of the south that's what he thinks of it is and it's like if he's saying it from the inside i mean because i mean you can't call like you are not fired up enough about this no enough because for me. like you are not angry enough when, about this for no, me because thing is where's when, the sweat off the forehead Ed? because when you say nicks of the south you're not talking about like record wise you're talking about like the culture so which I, I can't speak on because i'm not in there and i've seen people leave like i've seen that you don't we, he's also turned out 50 million dollars to be there so i mean he may have something problem with the culture like if you want if you could have been the highest play player in basketball and you said i'd rather be out of here like that says that says something, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know about just, the culture. If you want to talk about record, it's like Knicks haven't been in the playoffs since when? Like, what are we talking about? Can you not be so level headed about all this? It's way more fun when you're upset about things. This is this is like 
You're kind of killing my vibe here, man. Like I was coming in here. I thought I was going to be like, you know, going to be able to like, you know, troll you and like get you all riled up. And it was going to be fun for me. It was going to feed my ego. But yet here you are. You're standing there. You're calm. You're wearing a sweater. It's 80 degrees outside and you're not even sweating. I mean, like what the fuck? I don't tell you, man. Like it's, I don't know. I don't know what you, what did you get out of this? I mean, I guess I'm personal, like, you know. I get I feel good about it. I don't like it's it's weird to me to see people try to like I can't speak on the culture any more than James Harden speak on the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like he's in there. He's he knows more about it than I do. So Couldn't I you make the argument that he is the culture? I mean not anymore. Not anymore, but not anymore. who else has been the establishing figure in that franchise for the past decade or so? I mean, at this point been him right when did he get here yeah and he was fine with it but there's been a culture change now like i mean you can see it they have a new coach new owner gm like jeff hornacek is a coach now yeah weird um that is weird it's it's a, it's a weird like i'm not like i'm not i'm not against it it just feels weird like he's been an adversary of the rockets for a very very long time right so to see him like oh he's a coach now it's like it'd be like john starks being the you know being the a assistant, coach. the assistant coach. Yeah, that'd be, like that. it'd be just as weird. Like it'd be, yeah, it, like he coached the Bulls. Mm-hmm. It'd be fucking strange, right? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, all right, fine, whatever. We can talk more <laughs> basketball later. Uh, rest in peace, real quick. It's tiny, Lister, Debo, uh, our president from the Fifth Element, Zeus, Zeus. Probably the first time I was ever scared of somebody in a movie was Zeus in. The whole spark. Yeah, it was because he was trying to kill Hulk Hogan for real. That was the most scared I've ever been with someone with a letter scribbled by the barber in their head. Like I think I've ever like I would laugh at that most times, but to him, I, it just wasn't funny. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Uh, a cultural icon, I would say. The bu- America's bully. America's bully became a verb. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. was such was had such a strong impact on our culture that. We put an apostrophe D at the end of his name, and that was a verb. Yeah, it's debowed. You got debowed. Like any, like you didn't get bullied. You didn't get picked on. You got debowed. Um, really sad to hear, but you know, I mean, I can't say enough good things about the dude as far as the legacy that he left, because it was always fun to watch him on screen. Like anytime he showed up, you were supposed, to, you knew exactly the feeling you were supposed to feel: yeah. terrified, frightened. Yeah, a lot of people this week too. Hmm? Lots well, of people this week. Who else did we lose? Natalie DeSoe Reed. She was in Baps. That's right. Yeah. She was, was that this week? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I thought that was last week, dude. Nope. Honestly. Yeah, no, nah, that happened like all in one week. Wow. Yeah. Um another like I guess you could call her a character actor. She was a very funny. She was very funny. Like, she was always like the the comic relief in the uh in the movies. She was in she was in Eve. Mm-hmm. A show where Eve name wasn't Eve, it was Shelly, inexplicably. Look, I can't even get wrap my head around. <laughs> First of all, that whole glow up that Eve had from being the the pit bull in the skirt, yeah, from the Rough Riders to I guess marrying a fucking gazillionaire and never being seen from again. Uh, you know, shout out to her. But yeah, weird thing that she had her own show named Eve and the character wasn't named Eve. Yeah, but she, yes, she was in that show. Yep. Um, she's been in a lot of movies too. I think she's in probably How to Be a Player. Had to be. I think she's in that too. If she, if there was a movie that came out between the years of 1994 and 1998, she was probably in it. Yeah. 
So yeah, rest in peace to her as well. Um, how was your week? My week was it was cool. Has you ever had an uncool week? I've had uncool. I've had a few of those since we've started this show. Oh yeah, I've had many of those. Have not been cool weeks. Yeah. Um, I think like cool to me means nothing happened. Like like even if it's, which is kind of what I shoot for now. Like I just don't want anything bad to happen. That would be nice. Yeah. Like, can I just not have? Can I just, can I, can I just wake up, do my things that I plan, and go back home, and go to sleep? That's a good day for me. That's like a great day. Yeah, and it happens like seven days in a row. Then uh, who who am I to complain about that? No, I don't think you are. Yeah, I don't think you can. I'm saying. Um, well, that's cool. Um, How's your week? It was alright. Nothing special. Nothing to write home about. I say that. But I don't really think that through. I, I could have had something cool happen to me this week. Hang on. Let me go through the, the mental checklist. Uh, yeah, no. I don't think I had any. I mean, you're enjoying the heart news. I'm actually not. Because. Not? Oh, yeah. He said about he'd go to my, Miami, right? I don't want to talk about it. I mean. I don't want to talk about it. Is that. I don't want to talk about it. You. I do not want to talk about that. We talked about. James Harden, but we are not going. We, we are not going to talk about anything that he, has he, not he can happened join, yet. Ed, he can join a very good core of talent, and he can add to it. Like he would join Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero. He might not join, and Kendrick. He Nine. might not because they may move Tyler Hero, and I would be very upset. Oh yeah, they have, they have to give us something to get something right. So yeah, here's why, here's why I don't think that's going to happen. Here's why I don't think that's going to happen. You ready? Because there is no way the Rockets will ask for something that would be worth it for the Heat. I just don't see it. The Heat, uh, the Rockets want too much. The Rockets, yeah. The Rockets were talking about trading him to Brooklyn for Kyrie, as if, as if a one for one, something like that. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's like actual factual. But. Like, 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 in what world do you see the Brooklyn Nets trading Kyrie Irving to Houston for James Harden straight up? I don't feel like we even gained from that, though. I think you do. No, I think you do. I mean, yeah, I, I could, I, I could argue it's a lateral step at best. Really? Because one of those guys has a championship with LeBron, and and every time he's gone to a team, taken away from it. Okay. So it's like I don't see like still when he's been there by himself, still got a ring. Yeah, with LeBron James, still got a ring. Yeah, still got a ring. He does championship that's caliber cool. player. That's I guess that's cool. Like I don't like when he's been like I can argue that made the, the big are shot better without him made the big shot in Celtics, order to win that Celtics ring. Are better without no like don't act like LeBron wasn't there. Like you, I'm you, not. You, you're not going to get me to disparage LeBron James. I'm not. I'm, All I'm saying is he's got one up on when he when he's been Jimbo. the when he's been the focal point. It's not been good for those teams. I mean, we'll see what happens in Brooklyn. But then it's not going to happen. But, but well, regard, he'll have KD. Regardless, it's not going to happen. He'll have KD there. Yeah, he'll have KD there. So I'm saying, like, he's not the main guy. So it's like, if he's going to be there, the main, he's going to be the main guy for us. Does he improve cultures? Like, I say it's a lateral step at best. At best. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with like, that. Like, you're talking about culture, like, he because he, he's great for locker room culture, right? Like, what are you saying? I don't know. It's a lateral step at best. Okay, fine. You can say that. But I'll tell you what we're not going to talk about. All right. We're not going to talk about any maneuvers. To South Beach that have not happened yet. That's all I'm gonna say. I just need for Giannis to figure out what the fuck he's gonna do because this like 
playing with my emotions is not good for me. Like I'm trying to keep my stress levels low. Trying oh, to keep my Giannis. Yeah. I think he can come too. If Giannis stays in Milwaukee, then Miami makes the play for Harden. That's how it's gonna work. But if Giannis decides not to stay, then they make the play for Giannis. So does Giannis get any like bad talk about leaving Milwaukee? Like do uh, we disparage him too? No, because like what is Milwaukee? Like has like is like has Milwaukee ever been like Didn't he say he wanted to stay there though? He, I mean, they all say that. They all say that. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't. I don't. Because like I said, like, I, I feel like players should play whatever they want to play. Yeah. No. Like I said, I don't, I'm, I'm not. I think, I'm, me, I'm not tripping. Oh, I know. And I, I, yeah. think, I think as a whole. I'm not tripping. I think as a whole, we're past all that. I, 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 think, when, so. I think when KD went to Golden State, so. it was a thing. I don't think that's a that thing was, anymore. He got way too much heat for that. Like, way too way much. Too much heat for way that. too much. Way too much. He shouldn't have gotten any. Yeah. But no, we're not going to talk about that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to bongo out of this conversation right now. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you know this, but Paul George is a basketball player in the NBA. I do know this. You knew that? I know that. Okay. So that a race car driver with two first names. Right. Right. Bubba George, we could call we could call him. Yeah. Um. What what is what is what is going on with Paul George right now? He he said that him playing bad in the finals was Doc Rivers' fault. Right. And then because Doc Rivers wanted him to play more like, uh, who was the analogy that he gave? I think he said like Shaq or somebody like that. Like he wanted to do like post up moves. Yeah, and he didn't want to. I guess he didn't play off pick and rolls, but then they did. Right. Then it did, then it did like statues. Like this is the most because you ever put off in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like somebody, somebody made the somebody did the work and said like, no, like th- that's not how you played at all. Like you, you, you played the way that you normally play. You just didn't play well. <laughs> like, so what is it, like? What are you talking about? Um. And we apologize to anybody listening right now who's not interested in basketball. We promise this is not going to be the whole episode, but we just had to get this off our chest. Paul George is a dirty liar. <laughs> but he got paid max for it, though. Yeah, but he got off. he's a dirty, filthy liar. <laughs> and he thinks that nobody's paying attention to his dirty and filthy lies. It's so funny, though. <laughs> he's a lying liar that lies. It's like, no, actually, this is the most you've done this in your life. Yeah. I don't know. Like this is exactly what you want. This plays you right into your it. wheelhouse. Yeah, this is exactly who you are. You dope. <laughs> it's a funny story. It is fine. It's hilarious. Um, I hope the Clippers go. Oh, and seventy, seventy-seven. They year. lost yesterday. Did they? they? They beat they they. Lost. But that's a pregame. Like, that doesn't. It's weird because like AD and LeBron weren't even there. Yeah, it's like not even. It doesn't even count, right? But they still lost. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Okay, um, there was a popular game that came out this week called Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. It's from the makers CD Projekt Red. They made the Witcher series games. Witcher 3, yeah. They made Witcher. They, they, I thought they made all of them. I think it was just three. They just made three? I think so. Well, three. three was the most popular one, right? Yeah. Uh, and from that, they made the Witcher series on Netflix. Because oh, that was, was so popular. Um. But this game, Cyberpunk, is set in the Cyberpunk world based off of the tabletop game Cyberpunk by uh, Michael Pondletter, I think his name. Oh, shit. I fucking forgot his name. But um, 
it's kind of like a uh, think Dungeons and Dragons, but with you know real things. Not real things, but just like set in the future set rather future. than set in the past. Technology instead of magic. Right. Yeah. Essentially. Um, but this game has had a lot of uh, criticism because it was delayed multiple times. And now people are playing it on the consoles and on yeah. PC, but mostly consoles have seen some glitches. Yeah. Some things have been going wrong with the game. It's a few things. Like you can see titties. Yep. In the glitch. Titties in the glitch. Dateline! Cyberpunk 2077 characters can't get their penises to stop poking through their pants. CD Projekt writes long-awaited role-playing game. Cyberpunk 2077 is out now, and players are running into some surprising glitches. The game isn't running very well on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and a lot of problems our play- players are experiencing are frustrating, like frame rate issues and crashing. Some are more amusing, like the one in which Cyberpunk 2077 player. Let me say that again. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk 2077 players can't get their characters to keep their massive hogs in their pants. Nope. I'm sure you've heard of this, but if not, let me explain. In Cyberpunk 2077, you can customize your genitals <laughs> for your character. You can choose to have a penis or a vagina with two different penis options and a size slider. For some players, the customizable genitalia are causing issues. Their penis just won't stay in their pants. Now, I've been saying this for a very long time. Since you can play video games with customizable characters. I really need a game that speaks to me. Oh my god. As a person. Okay. And my ideals. And the customizable uh, characters that I've been able to make in, you know, the WWE games and in other games. It's been good, but it just hasn't been right for me. But now... There's a game that speaks to my ideals where I can be fully meted up and live in the fantasy world that I truly desire to where my Johnson is so massive and erect at all times that it simply cannot be contained by mere fabric. Not even in the future. In the advanced culture of Night City in the year 2077, have they made trousers fit enough to fit me and my huge massive dick why am i even here right now like this i don't know man i don't know either like i don't do you have the game yet no i did not buy the game are you going to not yet why not this is what happens a lot of games that are this um that have like a this like a much hype Mm -hmm. going into it is that what I've seen now is like they'll release the game and he's broken his shit. He'll have glitches like that all through the game. And it's just like it's unplayable for like maybe like the first couple months before they fix everything. So there's no point in me rushing to get her at this point because I'm sure that the whole thing in there is fucked. If you're a woman out there and you're listening and you're thinking like, wow, I, I understand what, what Aaron's saying about his meat. They understand what you're saying? They might, but the, maybe they just don't fully relate well i'm here to tell you it works for you as well ladies that's because if you wanted let me finish because if you wanted your your titties to be just poking out like two torpedoes 
through a blouse. You could do that too. Because there's a slider for you in 2077. You should let me stop you. Why? Because. Why? You can't stop me. That ain't going where we want. To, you no can't want stop to go. me. That ain't going where we want. No, no, no one to be there. You can't, you can't stop like, me. You can't stop this now. Like no one cares you about You can't stop me. You know what you slider. are right now? You are a set of pants, and I am the dick that's being slid all the way to the right to make me as big and fat as possible. You cannot contain me. Yikes. This is a glitch. Glitch in the system. Yikes. And here I am, poking my head out. Hey, everybody. So much. Look at me. Now, this is a problem for sure. Yeah. But I don't think that they should patch this. They should definitely patch it. I don't think so. They should definitely patch it. I don't think so. I think it's a it's an exercise in reality. So we're just all going to be walking out with our dicks out. No, 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 no. That's what's happening in the game. No, 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 no. If you want to know, because you want to be immersed in the reality no. of the game. You're going to be in the reality of the game with everyone have their dick out. And see, so here, that's what's going to happen. No, no, you see, you're not letting me finish. You're not letting all me right, finish. Go ahead. You're, just, you're just jumping to conclusions. Go ahead. I think if you want to play this game, you have to be honest with yourself. Okay. And we know, statistically speaking, most dudes out there walking around ain't going to be meted up enough in real life in order to have the justification of sliding that dick slider all the way to the right. And if you slide that slider all the way to the right, you know what you're in for. That dick might pop out at any particular moment. You might be talking to an NPC. You might be deciding what weapon you want to run. And all of a sudden, whoop, there it is. Came out to play. But you don't deserve that. You don't earn that. The only way you got to earn that is if you're really packing that meat in real life. And so here's what I suggest people do. CD Projekt Red. For players on the Xbox and the PlayStation, because apparently this isn't a problem on PC. Here's what I I suggested they do. All these consoles come with cameras now, right? You got the the cameras that that come. Here's here's what they got to do. In order for you to play with a meted up character in CD CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 2077, Mm. you must submit a photo of your meat. And here we are. To... The company. That's where we are. And then if they approve you to be able to have that meat slider all the way to the right, they give you a code. They say, here's your big dick code. You put that code in, and then you can have the big meat. But unless you got the big meat in real life, you can't have the big meat in the game. God, I really felt that this is where you're going, and this was like the destination that. This I, was your submission. Did no, you put I, this story in I here? No, but I, like when when you started talking, I was like, when you said, here's what I think we should do, I was like, he's gonna he's he's gonna have a company have a a like database of dick pics mm-hmm. basically like i knew that was your idea when you said here's what we should do yeah like what is so wrong about that i think I, I just what think, is so different about cd project red's database no, of the, dicks versus snapchat's database of dicks? i'm more worried about the fact that i was able to know where you were going before you went there like you like you didn't lay it out like i was i knew where we were when you said here's what we should do i was like database dick pics <laughs> i'm a man of my convictions i just i just feel like you already know what it is. Yeah, clearly. I, you know what? They may not even have to have their own separate database. They could just tap into Snapchat's database and be like, "Hey, and we need to can we borrow? We need to borrow your dick pic database." And Snapchat is like, "Okay, yeah, sure. Match here it by, is. Match the date of birth. Here they are by name. You got them by region, by uh, age, date of birth." Wow, that's probably like, yeah, that is sucks. Like, I have to go like a database of dick because someone's like seeing someone. Someone that works Snapchat seeing way more dick. 
than they probably wanted to in their lifetime. I'm fairly certain there's an entire terabyte of just my dick on Snapchat. Terabyte. <laughs> yeah. There's an entire ter- terabyte of just my dick. That's cool. Ugh. I don't know how we I don't know how we maneuver into this these next few stories. These aren't fun stories to talk about. Which, which, wait. You know what? We're gonna maneuver. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call an audible. We're gonna talk about these uh people at H E B. Okay. Because this is just a little bit more, you know. Yeah. We can make some jokes about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Dateline. Anti maskers are scaring grocery store workers out of enforcing mask rules. H E B. The beloved Texas grocery state, grocery grocery store chain. Try saying grocery store chain five times fast, and don't say grocery stain. <laughs> uh, they were early out of the gate at the start of the pandemic with strict and unambiguous safety protocols, a fact that its customer base largely celebrated. But ten months in, the chain's employees have been bullied so badly by anti-mask zealots, and that its managers feel like they can no longer safely enforce their rules. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Every time I go to H-E-B, it's such a like a welcoming environment. They have like they have like a guy that will give you a mask if you don't have one. That that's H-E-B I go to. Like those just be a guy with a mask and hand sanitizer just like, do you need a mask? I'll give you a mask. You know what else they have at H E B? Churros. Yeah. They have they have a lot of H E B man. H-E-B's response to the pandemic was swifter and more thorough than Governor Greg Abbott's. As Justin Noakes, H-E-B's Director of Emergency Preparedness, told Texas Monthly in March, the chain began putting together its COVID-19 response plan early in January. In, in Greg Abbott's defense, I feel like Uh-oh. people at H-E-B have lips and that probably made them speak more clearly. See, how are you going to get mad at me about suggesting a database of dicks when I knew that you were going to go after Greg Abbott's lips? Oh, I mean, I, well, I guess I guess it goes both ways. It's go, you know, at least we're on brand. Yeah, we're yeah. on brand. Yeah. Uh, the plan involved purchasing limits on highly desirable items like hand sanitizer and toilet paper, as well as strict... So they were early on the, the whole really anti-toilet were. paper they thing. They were on top of that shit. Before so they even, knew what we were like, going to want before yeah, we I even remember, wanted I remember it. The, I remember it's like... I remember going to HCB and they had like a toilet paper limit. And I think people saw the toilet paper limit. They're like, we got to buy more toilet paper. That's so wild, man. It's so weird. Like, why would you think you were going to run out of toilet paper? Whatever. It, it didn't make you... It did, I'd be, it'd be one thing if coronavirus gave you diarrhea. It's another thing entirely if, like, it's just a... Whatever. People were just trying to flip it, dog. Flip toilet paper. People were flipping toilet paper. Thing. And we remember you guys out there. We ain't forgot. There's photos of you guys out there in the parking lots trying to flip like this toilet you, paper. Are you 15 for this roll? Like, <laughs> Price of the brick is going up. <laughs> H-E-B's mandatory mask rule came months before Abbott issued a statewide mask order. And while Abbott's rules have been patchedly enforced uh, based on local politics and the typical gamut of issues anti-maskers have with wearing masks and small pieces of fabric on their face, um, H-E-B had been gently but firmly insisting on 100% compliance in its stores. Throughout the pandemic, H-E-B stores have had mandatory mask signs posted on their front doors, periodic announcements about mask wearing and social social distancing over store intercoms, and a basket of disposable masks near the entrance for anyone who doesn't have one for them to wear. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, yeah. Many customers have become verbally and even physically abusive in some stores. Physically. I have been personally told by customers that H-E-B does not honor the rights they fought for in the war. 
told they have medical concerns with masks and I was violating their rights and HIPAA laws. HIPAA laws. Not hippo, HIPAA. Yeah, no. It's... I'm just clarifying for the audience out there. Thinks I may be talking about hippopotamuses. Yeah, because they're fine. They're cool. Yeah, don't worry about. We offer masks to and inform customers of the country, county, sorry, of the county ordinance in place. However, when it comes to making them leave, due to the way many have reacted, we have stopped doing so. Our safety is our priority. We do not want our leaders at risk for the abuse we have taken at the last several months. Um, Okay. I understand that, though. You understand not wanting to get into an altercation with someone? Yeah, I understand that. Like, I understand, I understand them not get, wanting to get an altercation with someone um, because you know, people don't want to get, like, you don't know what's going to happen with a person mm-hmm. and them having stuff. Like, uh, like just any random person out there, like, you're willing to have a, uh, like, a dust up over our masks. And you know how, you know how crazy that, how deep that hole goes. So I get that part, but I also get that, um, I'm glad I'm not working in this kind of. I'm not. I'm not at the grocery store anymore. Why is that? Because like me at 16, I worked at Kroger, mm-hmm. and like if I were to get accosted by someone over a mask, like it's Kroger. Like I like I just like I sat groceries. I made like what like six dollars an hour, seven dollars an hour at some point. Like I'll happily hand you this fade. Mm-hmm. And lose seven dollars an hour. Like it's not even a. It's not even a question. Yeah. Like I don't you, like. You're gonna get a rap sheet at sixteen. Yeah. In my brain, once you touch me, I resigned. Like that was it. Like this job, I don't want to work here. I just gotta hand this fade out, and I'll be on my way. Like it couldn't be me. <laughs> wouldn't it be me either. It, it couldn't have been me. It wouldn't be me either. I didn't really have that much patience for people who disrespected me while I was working as a waiter or a bartender. Right. I certainly would not have their disrespect. The patience for disrespect during a pandemic on top of all this other shit. Like you think I'm trying to preserve this? Yeah. Like I'm, I, I, I chase grocery carts. You think I really want to preserve this? Yeah. Like this is all I'm trying to keep safe. Like, please do not get it twisted. I will fuck you up in front of your family. Right. Like what is, and you want to explain to your kids why daddy got beat up by the nice man at the grocery store. Yeah. That, one time. that guy was putting like, why did he hit you in the head with that watermelon? I thought I was supposed to, supposed to take that home. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what happened. Like you have to really explain. Why put your head through that watermelon? Why did he try to shove a a pot of poinsettias up your ass? Like, like yeah. well, he was in the holiday spirit, son. Like, I don't like, know what to tell you. Like, like he had all the baking trays. You just smack in the face with him. Like, yeah. why, what was that about? The ironic part about this, uh, the grocery store becoming a battlefield for maskers and anti-maskers, is that the grocery store is also the place of theft recently. A lot of people have been stealing groceries. Stealing stuff because of the pandemic shutdown. Mm. You know, people lost their jobs. People are sick. People are hungry. And thefts at um, grocery stores are, are going up. Yeah. And people are really hungry. And apparently, I did not know this. I don't know if you knew this. But um, Houston is kind of like an epicenter for a lot of Americans going hungry Yeah. this year. Did it you know is. that? Yeah, I did. Like I remember, I've had I went to uh the I, like I went to like the shelter like Thanksgiving maybe I want to say four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing about like when you think about homeless is like you don't think about the, the amount of children. Yeah, like it's so like it were so many kids there. Like it was wild. Like I didn't because you think about homeless, I see like homeless people outside, but mm-hmm. you don't think about there were so many children, so many children. 
Experts say that it's likely that there's more hunger in, in the United States today than at any point since 1998, when the Census Bureau collected, began collecting comparable data, data about households' ability to get enough food. Um, okay, it's funny that you say that because about the kids, um, because um, there's a chart here on the Washington Post saying uh, showing the share of adults in the United States households that sometimes or often don't have enough to eat in the past week. Uh, overall, since May, it has gone up to 12% mm-hmm. of adults. But in households with children, it's 16%. Yeah. That is, you know, and I don't know, I don't know what the um, economic breakdown of that is. Like, obviously, it's going to be low-income houses. Um, but uh, how many kids are in the house? Probably just I'm spitballing here, but it's probably more than three. I mean, it's definitely more than you can take care of. Like, because if it's three, like even three, when someone doesn't have that much money, it's like three's a lot, two's a lot. One in eight Americans reported they sometimes don't often have enough food to eat in the past week. Um, that's n- roughly 26 million Americans. Um, that number climbed to more than one in six adults in households with children. So one in six adults with kids say they can't feed their families. Shit. What I noticed when I went to, uh, I went to a Kroger over by where I work and they have these boxes now. They're like seven bucks and they come with like non-perishable foods in it. And it comes with like pasta and I think like a can of jars, a kind of sauce and like a bunch of other stuff too. And it's like seven bucks and you just take it. And it's supposed to feed like, I think a family of three. I think, I think that was the thing on it. But um, I, 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 I don't know like if that's for the holidays. I don't know if that's because of the pandemic. It's $7? It's $7. I think it's seven fifty. That's for the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, that, that was never really seven fifty to feed a family of three? I think so. For $7.50? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. there's any sort of correlation. I don't, there I th- definitely is. Well, I know, I know it's for the pandemic. But I don't know if it's also because because I didn't see this at the beginning. I didn't see this in the very it's early stages. It's because it's like $7.50. That's like, that's not, that's not enough to say like, oh, this is for lunch. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a lunch item. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have, you have, and you have like what? Like, like you said, like dry pasta and all this kind of, like what's all in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for, dude, that's for like, you need, that's for sustenance. That's not for like, oh, we have a deal. It's like, that's just so you can eat food for yeah. cheap. Like, yeah. that's definitely what that's for. It's hitting everybody. Um, it's not really like a racial thing. It's kind of yeah. just, you know, if you if you've been let go or if you've, you know, been furloughed or whatever like that, like there's no way to be for you to make money, so you're gonna need some food yeah. somehow. And people are on the downside of their nest egg. You know, like people have been saving money. I think the fucked up part is that. When you get out of college, they tell you like, oh, you need to be saving this amount of money. You need to be saving X amount of money. And then they don't factor in the fact that something like this could happen or you go through a personal disaster and like all of that money just goes away. And then you don't really have a way to recoup that money because maybe you lose a job or maybe you fall ill. You're just not protected. Like there's no safety net for you. Yeah, it, there isn't. Like, and I don't know, like we could get into like the capital capitalistic uh, elements of this country and things like that, but I don't know enough about it. 
but it seems to me like that's kind of a byproduct of living in a capital country. You know, that like you just when you are only looking out for your own income, you like there's nobody there to catch you when it all goes away. That's kind of how it always is, though. It's like everything is like an illusion, really. Like cause we like we live in credit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we live in debt. Mm-hmm. So everything's kind of an illusion. Think about it. Like we really think about it, about how the way everything's set up. It's it's how it's always been. It's like it's weird that you're I remember when I first learned about credit and they were telling me like how bad credit is better than no credit. And it never made sense to me because it's like, how can me having history of not paying my debt on time be worse than me never borrowing at all? Never made any fucking sense to me. No, it doesn't. It, and it, but that's what it was, and it's like, oh, this whole shit's just fucked up. Like it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, because they know if like you if if you at least have bad credit, you can make can, money off of you. They can make money off of you, exactly. Yeah. But if you don't have any credit at all, they're just like, well, we can't approve you because you don't have a history of credit. It's like, what? Well, how do you? Right. Like, how am I going to get approved for credit yeah. if you don't approve me for credit? Exactly. So yeah. Uh, okay. So um, yeah. Uh, if you guys are out there and you see somebody uh, shoplifting, just look the other way. <laughs> Ser- no, seriously, like don't say shit. Um, I I never will anyway. Like I'm I never not, will. I don't like. It's not worth it for me to be hero. Like the fuck, I don't care about these fucking bananas. Like I don't give a fuck, fuck at take all. Take the bananas. Uh, yeah. Fuck those bananas. Fuck bananas, dude. Like, I mean, I love you. bananas, but fuck these bananas. Yeah, in like, particular. those are your bananas. You can have them. I want. I don't even want them. I don't even want them. I don't even want them. Like those are the one I was looking at. But you can have them. You could. But also, like, you know, donate to your food bank, donate to your shelters, volunteer yeah. time, do all the stuff that you think that you should be doing yeah. in this time because it's going to help. It'll help somebody out there. Okay, let's talk to the heavy-hearted news of the week. You ready for this? Uh, I guess so. I'm not. I never am. Dateline. Black man shot by Ohio deputy held a sandwich, not a gun. Fuck me, man. I wasn't ready for that. Civil rights and FBI investigators will help look into the fatal shooting of an, by an Ohio sheriff's deputy of a black man whose family says that he was hold, not holding a gun but a sandwich and that he was shot in front of two toddlers and his grandmother while inside his home. Not, not outside it, as authorities assert. The office of U.S. Attorney David D. Villers in Ohio said Tuesday that it would step in along with the Justice Department Civil Rights Division, the FBI in Cincinnati, and the Columbus Police. After the state attorney general's office declined to investigate the shooting of Casey Goodson Jr. Because it said the police department didn't ask soon enough. I'm going to say that again. The attorney general declined to investigate the shooting of someone, one of their citizens, because the police department department didn't ask in time. Before, so that's before they like before closing. I, I, I want you guys to understand that there's an expiration date. There's a time limit on justice. Or asking questions. Full stop. I'm that's trying, the reasoning. I'm trying to get over how I'm trying to understand like in my brain when you're reading a story, I was trying to see. What sandwich looks most like a gun? I I was like, is it a muffaletta? So I had this discussion. Meatball sub. You want to know something funny? At my last job, the place that I talked about before on here, Uh 
I had a I used to have a phone uh skin from uh D brand. Shout out to D brand. And it was bright pink. Right? Mm-hmm. Bright pink, like hot pink. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers was like, "Hey, I like your phone." He's like, "Did it come that color?" And I was like, "No, I put a skin on it." She's like, "Oh, is there a reason why you chose pink?" And I said, "Because there's no pink guns." And she was like, "I don't get it." And I was like, "You wouldn't." Yeah. But this guy had a sandwich on him. Fucking sandwich dog. Probably in a bag. A brown bag or a clear bag, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sandwich though. If they want, if they want to make a reason out of you, they will. <laughs> that was a gun. It was. It's a BLT. I like have how. The task force. Um, okay, let me go back. Um, the deputy Jason Mead, a 17-year veteran of the sheriff's office, had been assigned to a U.S. Marshal's office fugitive task task force. The task force had just finished an unsuccessful search for a fugitive Friday afternoon when Goodson, who was not the suspect, drove by and waved a gun at Meade, according to U.S. Marshal Peter Tobin. He waved the gun at him? Meade confronted him outside of Goodson's vehicle in front of the man's home. One witness heard Meade command Goodson to drop his gun. When he didn't, the deputy shot him. Goodson was taken to the hospital where he died. But attorneys for Goodson's family said that he was shot while walking in his home and that his grandmother and two toddlers, who were not his own children, witnessed the shooting. Tobin's narrative leaves out key details that raise cause for extreme concern, um, including the object Goodson was holding. Police say it was a gun that was later recovered from the scene. Goodson's family said he was holding a Subway sandwich. I, I mean, I don't know if there was a... Body cam. We probably. I think that they were off. I think they're probably always. off. They're probably yeah, they're off. Always off or I don't even know if like U.S. Marshals have to wear body cams. I think they had some, but they were off because you know, it's weird that technical difficulties. Yeah, you know things. It's, it's weird that like you want the thing that can hold you more accountable to not be on at the time. Mm-hmm. It's like this. These like these are why these things are available. So like when you have a story, you have a camera that can cover what you're saying. Listen, man, I've been watching a lot of movies and documentaries lately about cops lying. They're always off. So I'm not believing a word of that they had to say about this. It's just, I guess it's wild how the, how, it's just wild how the cameras are always off. Like, it's weird to me that, like, every time there's a story that the cop is saying that sounds wild. And there's a contradicting, like, is this a contradicting story that says, like, exact opposite? It's like, you know what would be good in this time? That camera on your chest. Yeah. That would help a lot, you know, and it's always off in these situations. You know what's wild to me, in addition to the cameras always being off, is how their stories lack detail. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? It's so, it, that's the part that gets me. It's like, you want us to believe you as police officers, which is fine, but things like you have this thing on your chest that can help map out what you're saying. So if you're saying this happened as it happened, this camera here will say, like, this is, we'll, we'll, we'll dictate the events. As you're stating them, mm-hmm. but they're always off, and there's always more evidence to the to like. There's always more evidence to lean towards the story that's contradicting the cop's story. Yeah, and it's like, <sighs> um, fuck. <laughs> Mead 
again, the uh, deputy, his personal file shows that he's a former Marine who received small arms training before joining the sheriff's office and that he had a generally good performance. But two missteps stand out. In March 2019, he was reprimanded for misusing a stun gun on a suspect and failing to notify his supervisor of his use of force. And in September of 2007, the sheriff's office prohibited Meade from having contact with inmates, but did not disclose what conduct prompted it. Hmm. Now, look. This kid is dead. His family's upset. This is going to be another one of these long, drawn-out processes where it's likely we don't get the result that we all want. Yeah. And it baffles me, baffles me that we saw what happened in Minnesota and in Wisconsin and in Tennessee and all over the country. And yet still, they can't read the room and say, maybe we should do our due diligence this time. Yeah. Like, maybe we should not add fuel to the fire. Maybe we can set an example. Maybe I can turn my, put my camera on before I go do this job. Maybe I could do right by the people that voted for me. Or maybe I could do right by my neighbors. Maybe I could do right by these other living creatures on this planet called human beings and give them what they deserve. Just look into the case. Just figure out what the fuck went wrong. It's accountability. It's all we ask for every single time. Okay. We left a lot of space at the end here because this education that we're going to be getting into is pretty deep. Yes. We're talking vaccine. Vaccines. We're talking COVID-19 vaccine. Been seeing a lot of talk this week about the... Um, the new COVID vaccine. The new COVID vaccine and the, the rumors and maybe the... Um, misinformation. Misinformation and the, and the hesitance of people that may not want to take the vaccine right out the gate. Right. Um, so let's just talk about some of the things that we've seen. Well, some of the, some of the arguments that we've seen on behalf of the, the what, like, how does it, how did they make the vaccine so fast? How they make it so fast? I mean, I think that, in terms of being, in terms of vaccines being made, like this is definitely fast, but they were able to like override some things, override some checkpoints, and probably just cut through a lot of like red tape and expedite some things to get this vaccine done. Now, I don't think that, I don't think that it's out there crazy to be skeptical about a vaccine coming this fast, but at the same time, it's like I don't understand the public's ire about it at the same time too because it's like. There was a need for some kind of medical intervention uh-huh. with what was going on, and the medical community answered because they gave you this vaccine faster than any vaccine ever got before. Uh-huh. So I get your skeptic. I get why you're skeptical, but I think that a lot of it's just kind of like 
This is also what you asked for, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird that you're that, that this is the reaction to like we need a vaccine fast, and it's been it was fast, even though it was like nine or ten months people dying. I mean, it was still like faster than normal. So it's like we did that we got this done as fast as we could. And they've been studying the coronavirus for years, right? Already at this point, like they may have not have been developing a vaccine, but there was that team. Um, I don't even know like what the proper term to call them are, but they were there was a team over in China whose whole organization, whose whole operation was to study new viruses. Yeah. And they were over there and they were finding bats with this virus in it and they've been testing and doing all these kinds of experiments and stuff like that. So it's not like the, it was a brand new discovery. Right. You know? So, yeah, the vaccine became fast, but yeah, there's a lot of people's lives are at risk yeah, here. Yeah, I think that people, I, I get the, I get people skeptical, being skeptical about it being so fast, but at the same time, it's just like, these are also different times. Like this is why they needed to fast. They had to expedite it for a reason. So mm-hmm. I think people should take that in consideration too, because it's like at this point, or we're, we're, we're past many people dying globally, and it's all in just a year. So it's like there was definitely a need for this, and that's why they they like pushed it through so fast. And so, what about this Pfizer test that gave people Bell's palsy? <sighs> what do you say to that? Four people who were a part of the Pfizer covid vaccine test trial uh developed bell's palsy right um partial facial facial paralysis yeah so what do you say to that ed what i say to that is that with all these um, vaccine trials like whenever something happens because the the trials are supposed to be like far and wide to a lot of people so keep in mind like, this, is, this is this is for like a, a many people so like when they, they have things happen they have to like take these four people and make sure that does it have to do with the vaccine or is it just them getting or just happen? because it happens to people without like getting a vaccine. So they have to just like see if that works. But if, but it wasn't a trend, a trend enough to say like, Oh, this is why this caused Bell's palsy. That's just science. Like it's like, it happens to some people, but that doesn't mean that this, the vaccine did it. Right. Yeah. And they're still going to keep an eye on that stuff too. Right. So like, and that's part of the part of what they're studying also. So, um, and what can a vaccine do? that healthy eating and supplements can't do. All right. So the way vaccines work is that you're introducing either like a live week. I mean, there are different terms of vaccines, but the most popular ones that I think of are the ones that you either giving a live virus, which is probably like weakened somehow, mm-hmm. or you have the inactivated virus, which is kind of the structure of the virus that's getting to your body. It's kind of like... So, and that helps your body be able to identify what it looks like. Right. So it's kind of like, let's say that there was someone in, um, there's someone in the area like using like fake, fake, get fake gift cards to buy for pay for shit. Like, mm-hmm. just, and they're going to all around, like, let's say, I don't know, the Midtown area. Okay. Uh, like, let's say someone gets the photo of the person and they like just, and they, and they send it to everyone in the area, like, watch for this guy. Okay. Think of the vaccine to your body is that photo. It's like saying, like, yo, like, this is what the this is what COVID nineteen looks like. Right. So, when your body has a vaccine, it knows how to handle it when they when it arrives, so it doesn't become into an infection. So, okay. So, like, you can't get that from like supplements. Okay. Like, it's not going to do that kind of thing to you. You All know right. what I'm saying? So, since you know everything, since you're over there, Mister Smarty Pants. Okay. Why have they developed? Why haven't they developed a vaccine for AIDS or other deadly? diseases the hiv virus specifically um it mutates very quickly 
and it also copies quickly and it also copies with a lot of errors like it has like a lot of functional bodies that have errors on it so they'll do the same thing but they'll look different to the body mm-hmm. so it's like you can't it'd be like like let's say they said that that let's say that they give you those gift cards mm-hmm. let's say it's a team of 60 people yeah so it's like you get a photo of one of them but there's other people that they be doing the same thing, so you can't count for them either. Right. So that's kind of like what it is with HIV. Like it just is, it replicates too fast and mutates too quickly to have like a virus, a, a vaccine that can just deal with that, deal with HIV. That's why they don't have a vaccine for that yet, mainly, amongst other things. But that's one of the main reasons that's that you, that it's easier to make like a flu vaccine, which is why they change that every year too, because it also mutates. Right. So like that's why they can make a flu vaccine and COVID vaccine, but not HIV vaccine, because that's, it just like it just replicates too. It's very tricky that one. Uh, there were six people that passed away during the Pfizer trial, um, but only two of them were given the vaccine. Right. The other four were given a placebo. Right. And if you look at the rate of death worldwide, it falls in line with the rate of death within the the trial. So there was no connection casually right. to the vaccine. Like, and these people passing like away. Like more people died that didn't get the that got the placebo of the six. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you resource like that, you take that into context. Because yes, six people died, but you have to read deeper into. They were in the trial, but they didn't get the vaccine. Like two of them did, but that's not why the two other two died. Right. So, um, you know, it, it's it's difficult. This is a difficult thing to talk about because you know, given the history. Uh-huh. of the relationship with you know the medical field and you know people there's been a lot of fuckery right yeah but with that being said it's hard to have a conversation about this kind of stuff when someone is so convinced of you know wrongdoing it's, you know? it's one of those things where I feel like in these situations, especially these conspiracies, is like we're really quick to harp on the bad that's gone on, and we kind of ignore all the good that's been going on. And that like, was going to be my next point: is yeah. that like there's a lot of shit that we don't have to deal with nowadays because of vaccines, like polio, yeah, smallpox, yeah. You know, it's like like we got like like the flu could be much worse than it is because we have flu shots. The black plague. Measles. I mean, like, well, do we still get measles now? I don't think people get measles anymore. Didn't they have like a measles outbreak in Minnesota? Yeah, like I'm saying ago? like an outbreak of yeah. measles. Right. Like it's not a thing. Like measles used to be a common thing. Right. And it's not like. It's not very common anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah. So like I get it. Like and the conspiracy of, you know, the government just wants to make money from this. Like look. Well, look. Yeah. They do. It. They do. But. This is not the way to do it. They can't say like they can't make money if it doesn't work. They can't make money if it doesn't work. <laughs> and they can't make money if there's going to be, you know, uh, wild side effects, like wild side effects from people. Right. They can't, they can't, it's, it's not going to work. So yeah, like they're, they're going to be making money from this, but they're also making money from like your taxes. Yeah. And from, uh, you buying stuff off of Amazon or donating the, or donating the fight voter fraud or donating the fight voter, voter fraud. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to make money no matter what. They're the fucking government. They're always going to be able to do it. So like, these are their mute points. They're like, mute points. It's like, yeah, as if is it about money? Are they trying to make money? Yeah, that's why there are eight companies making a vaccine for it. Yeah, like yeah, 
it's like capitalism is has a weird thing with like the medical industry because like capitalism does drive innovation mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but it also leads out other fucked up shit. But it's like, yeah, it's about yeah, they're trying to make money. Of course, I'm not gonna say they're not, but this doesn't mean they're also trying to fuck. Like, this doesn't mean that that has to make something that works. It has to work for them to make money off of it. Isn't it kind of weird how? And this thought just occurred to me, but isn't it kind of weird how people will be so quick to say, like, the government just wants to make your money. Like, they just want money. That's all this is about. This is just about money. And then the same people will go around and post a meme or talk about how they're just trying to get this paper. <laughs> just trying to chase this money. Like, I don't, I don't focus on nothing but my haters and my paper. Like, it's the same type of person. Yeah. Like, do you or do you not care about money? Right. Because if you do, then would you care if a company is going to go out there, a conglomerate is going to make a ton of money off of a vaccine that's going to save a million people's lives? Yeah, it makes sense. Like, it's, like this is it's, it's, it's basic supply and demand. Basic supply and demand. And so, like, I, I, I understand people's skepticism, like you said. I understand that. Yeah. And I, I get it. And nothing's going to, like, if you want to refuse the vaccine, then you're going to f- refuse the vaccine. It's not going to be like that fucking meme that I saw posted around where the fucking, the girl, she's like, made a, t- did you see that TikTok? She was like in line, she was like, you know, fucking staged up like a one woman show where she like oh in line God. for a vaccine. And she was like, I don't want to take the vaccine. Oh and, then she, and then like the fucking caption said, you know, you'll be killed. Right. And then it's so weird. And then the next thing she has like a bloody nose and a bloody so lip. Weird. And there's this fucking it. song playing in the background. It's- and then the next thing you know, she's in heaven and fucking capture the God like, saying like, well done, my child. Yeah, so and you're just weird. like, what the fuck? Like what fucking 1984 George Orwellian world do you How live in, dude? How do we get here? Like you're not going to be killed if you don't take the, va- I mean, you may be dead if you don't I mean, take the it vaccine, won't be government, but it won't though. be the government that kills you. Like you just fucking won't take the vaccine. Same way. Like I've never gotten a flu shot. Never, not once. And it's not because I don't believe in the flu shot. I just don't really get the flu. But if I did get the flu shot. Okay, I got the fucking flu shot. But nobody's ever come knocked on my door and said, hey, haven't, why haven't you gotten your flu shot yet? Yeah, come get this flu shot. You need this fucking flu. It's never fucking happened. I would, so I just don't I think, would love that, actually. It'd be kind of cool if I say, you need your flu shot. Oh, cool. Like, they, come, they come to my door? Yeah, like home delivery, like Uber Eats. Yeah, that'd be kind of dope. Um, but like, I, I just, look. <laughs> it's just. So nothing's cool. going to, nothing is going to happen to you. Yeah. You are not going to be a martyr. They're not going to put your face on the news. I mean, they may, may do it on Fox that News. That TikTok was so weird. OAN man. or was, whatever. Like that, that was so extra. But look, if you don't want the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. It's fine. Like, whatever. But I just, I just see people, everyone wants to go back to normal. I'm like, this is how we get, like, nothing's going to be ever normal again, but like to get to where you're going to Coachella again or where you're going to South by Southwest. Yeah. Or you're going to just, I don't know, eat inside restaurants or go bar hopping like that. This is how we get there, honestly. Like, and I know that it's not the most ideal situation to get a vaccine, but like, look, we already shown we can't wear masks. Yeah, we shown we can't do the other shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like this is the only way we get to where we, like, we have to get to this point because we can't, like, we're like America, America is not doing shit without this vaccine. Yeah. Just saw the news that we hit 16 million cases in this country. Yeah. Yikes. I don't even know, like, what the population is. Like, what the population of this country is? I don't know. It's like 50-something? No, I don't even know. I don't know, but... It's a lot of us. They got this shit now. Like, subscribe, share, donate. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. 
don't go to the fucking club. Don't go to the fucking bar. Dude, the amount of people I see on the fucking stories. Still going out. Out here. Like, out. Like, not like visiting family or something like that. Like, I understand visiting family family and stuff like that. Like, I, I can I can understand. I can justify that. Like, you miss your mom. I get that. Yeah. But going to a dusty-ass club? For what? For what? For what? Ain't nothing there. Just dust. Just, like, like what are we doing? Like, you want to get dressed up? You want to go out? Fine. Just fucking wait. I promise you. I promise you. The beach will still be there. Yeah. That, that, that bar with the over, overpriced rum and coke will be there, too. And the fucking creepy dudes will still be there. They'll be there. Rubbing boners on you and shit. Excuse me, miss. Excuse me, ma'am. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. At State Your Take. Check out our playlist, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. We're getting close to 24 hours, man. Actually, I think I mapped it out. By, I think by the end of next month. Well, maybe not. But sometime in the beginning of the next year, we're going to have 24 straight hours of music on our playlist. Eesh. And then we're going to cut it off. Then we're going to be done. We're just going to be done with it. You have 24 hours. You actually have 25 hours, really, uh-huh. of Ed and Aaron if you wanted it. You have 24 hours of the playlist, and then you can listen to our latest episode. That's true. On Spotify. On Spotify. Thank you all for listening. Tell a friend about us, please. We're trying to be the best podcast in Houston. You got anything else you want to say to the people? We love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you. Damn, Gator Productions. <laughs>